In today's show, we've got news about Mickey's 90th birthday celebration, Disney holiday special coming to TV, give the gift of Walt Disney World for Christmas, trivia, and so much more, all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome, everybody. How you doing tonight, my friend? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, you know, hey, I'm good. I'm good. So did you check out the... Uh, we're going to talk about it in the news, but did you check out the uh, special this weekend? Yes, I did. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I liked that Disney had some restraint because my fear is it was going to be a two-hour Disney-branded commercial. Right, and it uh, wasn't. About parks and cruise ships and ABDs and Marvel and whatever. It was more subtle than that, but it was a right. long commercial for Disney yeah. products. <laughs> yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Yeah, so... I like the fact that they actually had Mickey there. Mm -hmm. They actually give a little history of Mickey. Yeah, that was nice. You know, if Disney they, they stuck to the theme. Yeah, if Disney handles yeah. that going into the streaming service where we do talk about the history of the company, and by history what I mean is making all those old classic movies and mm. uh, shorts available as part of the streaming package, I'm going to be a happy camper, and I will gladly plunk down nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, me too. Uh, so, uh, what I watched of the show was great. It was great seeing Mickey get involved with some things, uh, doing some dance, yeah. doing some drumming, doing some dancing with Minnie. Yeah. That was cute. It was great to see all the little cameos and all the, the different people saying hi who. Yeah. I, I guess what I could have done maybe without is the singing stuff. <clears throat> they weren't singing Mickey songs like, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You know, obviously they can't sing that one, but they weren't singing songs of Mickey. They were just singing other Disney songs. And I was like, well, how is that celebrating Mickey's birthday? Yeah. Why I, does Mickey care? Yeah, I thought that there was some missed <laughs> opportunities there. Like the very front thing was, was obviously band leader driven because they had all the drums and stuff yeah but at no time did i hear the mickey mouse theme song right come into play yeah but you know i get it you know you you got to go through the history of disney and stuff what i would have preferred honestly mm -hmm. uh i don't remember who sang um the little mermaid song yeah i so, mega trainer sang uh tori kelly tori kelly yeah saying i would have preferred just me being the nerd that I am, mm. that the the Disney artists who made those songs popular, like, was Jody Benson busy that night? Yeah, come on. You know, was... was Did she say no to Disney? Like, yeah. oh, no, I don't want to sing that yeah, anymore? Yeah, no, I don't want to go on TV and yeah. sing. No, I absolutely don't want to do that. You know, was Randy Newman busy? Could he not come out and Probably do not. Friend and Me? Yeah. Uh, you know, other things like that. And I get it. They were cross-promoting mm -hmm. with all the live yeah. action stuff that's coming out. And I, I get that. Yeah. But have the artists come out, yeah. you know. Uh, you didn't get to it, but it, at the end they had two of the original Mickey Mouse Club members, Bobby and I can't remember the woman's name off the top of my head. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, I would have liked to see more of them. You know, a collection right. of them come out and talk about maybe the Mickey Mouse Club, what it meant to them, their experience that they had. You know, do like a little history role of the Mickey Mouse Club. I mean, it did a little thing of that, but would expand it. You know, right? Give give everybody, and I guess the reason they don't or didn't is that's in the past, and they're looking to the future. Sure, I get that. And uh, you know, unless they come up with a new Mickey Mouse Club, which they did, uh, you could have had generations of Mickey Mouse Club people. I mean, they made everybody in the audience an honorary Mickey Mouse Club member, you know, and they put on their Mickey ears. And, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, most yeah. of them were probably cast members, so yeah. kind of already in the club. <laughs> yeah. So, I, uh, I don't know. Overall. It, it, it was a good show. That's Yeah, and don't get the wrong, you're yeah. not poo-pooing yeah. it. Yeah. You know, we had low expectations, and I think Disney met them and exceeded them right. further than we thought. Yes. And it wasn't a... You know, come to Disney parks this winter and enjoy the magic of Walt Disney World. And coming soon is Star Wars, a galaxy <laughs> edge, right. and a forward land. Right. Set sail on the amazing Disney cruise line. You know, there wasn't any yeah. of that, which is gratuitous. We're right. going to get that on how, on uh, Thanksgiving Day. and Christmas. Yeah. So, but overall, I give I it, it. I give it two thumbs up. I yeah. thought it was great. Yeah, that was great. What did you guys think? Definitely leave us a comment uh, if you're watching live, which I should say, by the way, if you're not busy on Monday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Eastern savings time, Eastern daylight time, however that thing works. EST. uh, EST. No, Eastern Standard Time. This is Mm -hmm. Eastern Daylight Time because we're on Daylight Saving Time now. But. EST is standard. Okay. That's the standard. All right. What do we say, boss? I'll <laughs> let it go. Uh, come join us over at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can join uh, the live show. We do warts and all. You see everything that we do. You get to hang out with other Disney, uh, Disney Parks Podcast friends. You can hang out, chat, have a great time. And you can see us be goofballs in real life. And you can see what we edit out of the show and what we don't edit out of the show. All right. Anything else you want to add? No. Then let's get into... The News. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. Well, like we were talking about earlier, Mickey's 90th Birthday Spectacular honors Mickey Mouse, the mouse who started it all. You know, Mickey first appeared on screen 90 years ago this month. On what day? Anyone? 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 The 18th. Of November 1928. Uh, in the ensuing nine decades, Mickey has only grown more beloved through his appearances in more than 100 big screen cartoons, starring roles in animated TV series such as Mickey Mouse Cartoon Series on the Disney Channel and Mickey and the Roadster Racers on Disney Junior. And through the many unforgettable incarnations he's shared with people all over the world, whether he's bringing joy to guests in Disney parks or providing comfortable hugs to young patients in children's hospitals across the globe, the Walt Disney Company now celebrates the pop culture icon with a star-studded spectacular, spectacular, with Mickey's 90th spectacular airing this past Sunday. Uh, the two-hour special paid tribute to Mickey through musical performance from uh, artists such as Hollywood luminaries Kristen Bell, Josh Gad, 
and the venerable John Stamos, as well as Disney chairman and CEO Bob Iger, who spoke recently about what he believes Mickey represents. And I quote, um, Mickey embodies qualities that are in, uh, incredibly important to all human beings. Uh, the value of friendship, the importance of having a good time, the importance of feeling optimistic, uh, even in tough times, companionship, touching hearts, and comforting people, said Iger, adding, he's about as perfect as it gets. And, of course, then there's how he looks. You don't have to glance at him for more than a second to smile. There's just something about the way he looks that puts a smile on everybody's face. Just like the Joker. Uh, the worldwide celebration of 90 years of Mickey Mouse continues throughout November with an immersive experience called Mickey, the true original exhibition, which is opening in New York City. Uh, it's already open. Oh, it's opening on the 8th. Excuse mm-hmm. me. The 16,000 square foot exhibit looks at Mickey's influence on art and pop culture through interactive experiences and historic and contemporary work from renowned and emerging artists. Mickey's 90th was inspired uh, some fashion collections as well from Marc Jacobs, opening ceremony, Vans, Target, and more. Is Target really a fashion collectible? I don't think so. <laughs> While uh, additional collaborations have launched with luxury candy boutique Sugar Fina and Brooklyn-based ice cream company Ample Hills Creamery, Bob Iger's favorite, <laughs> Disney stores have introduced capsule collections uh, exclusively in-store and at shopdisney.com. Disney Publishing Worldwide will release commemorative titles, and Walt Disney Animation Studios celebrates Mickey cartoon le- legacy with digital and Blu-ray releases of Celebrating Mickey, featuring 13 classic short films. Disney Parks and Resorts will celebrate Mickey's 90th with special events at all of the parks around the world, including the world's biggest mouse party. This limited-time global celebration honors both Mickey and Minnie, who also made her debut 90 years ago this month, and will continue throughout 2019. Yikes. Big doings for the mouse. Yeah. That's the one thing I think that Walt will be very proud of, that we have not lost sight of Mickey. Mm. You know, he's the icon. He's yeah. still probably the f- most popular character. Um, that's a good thing. There are countries and places in the world that don't have the Internet and television and still know Mickey Mouse. Yeah, buddy. Now, I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> Are there Mickey drawings on walls of caves and <laughs> rocks and dirt? I don't. I don't know. His name Mouse, Mickey Mouse. I mean, how's that even possible? Somebody has to explain it to me. When I heard that statistic that there were places in the world where people don't have the internet and television still know what a Mickey Mouse character hard, is, hard to know, man. I don't know yeah. how they do that, but yeah. he's. He's transcendent. That's true. That's very, very true. Uh, so I'm interested to see what they're going to do for Destination D. Yeah. To celebrate, because this is, they are celebrating Mickey's birthday for mm-hmm. those two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they are doing in-park things the same weekend. So if you're going to Destination D, you won't be able to do the park stuff because you'll be at the Destination D, which I thought was a little rude. I'll bet that's going to be, you're going to have a frontline seat. Maybe they'll take us there at night for something special. We'll see. But like I said, I, I'm interested in this thing. All right. Hey, the holidays are coming, and 
Disney really likes to uh, get that commercial on. Plus up for the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> if you thought you've uh, seen every Cruise Line commercial, just wait. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they'll keep using that Walt Disney World ad that's got the California version of the teacups in it. Yeah. That's my favorite. Come to Disney World. Look at these teacups. They don't exist here. That's right. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, on the Disney commercials that they show with a little girl running up the, the hill towards Cinderella Castle, mm. they'll cut to a quick shot of the teacups. And if you look, it's a teacups with no roof. Yeah. And I mentioned it to Disney's marketing department when I was there a few years ago, and they were like, oh, Oh, we have nothing to say for that. I'm like, oh, I might want to fix that, don't you think? But what do I know? Okay. So this is what they have. Uh, Disney Parks is bringing a star-studded celebrations to ABC and Disney Channel this holiday season. Uh, check out the lineup of musical guest performances and special moments across ABC and the Disney Channel. And they're not just having the Christmas Day show. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. But wait. There's, there's more. more. The Wonderful World of Disney, the Magical Holiday Celebration, premieres on Thursday, November 29th from 9 to 11 p.m. Set your DVRs now. On the ABC Television Network and on ABC app, join Dancing with the Star Jr. host Jordan Fisher and Modern Family actress Sarah Hyland as they host the Magical Two-Hour Event from Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort, joined by Disneyland host Jesse Palmer, Disney Parks and ABC will kick off the holiday season with a star-studded prime time celebration showcasing incredible musical performances, special appearances, and Disney magical moments, including an extraordinary castle lighting spectacular <laughs> from Disney Parks around the world. Uh, traveling the globe from Lake Buena Vista, Florida, to Anaheim, California, to Paris, to Shanghai, to Hong Kong. They're doing it all. And here are some of the musical performances you're going to, <laughs> you're going to enjoy. I can't wait for this. Are you ready? Yes. Can I do my impression of the first one? Sure. So who's, who's doing what? The first one. The first one. Gwen Stefani. What's she singing? She's singing Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Her tongue never moves when she oh. sings. All right. Uh, Megan Trainer will perform a melody of her hits. Oh, yay. Nothing Christmas. Merry today. Christmas. Uh, country artist Brett Eldridge, joined by Megan Trainer, sing the classic holiday duet, Baby, It's Cold Outside. Oh, I, I like that song, but they're overdoing it. Just I like it by the old classic people. Yes. Not like... Like uh, Dean, Dean Martin. Or Dean Martin. Dean Martin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think Rod Stewart did one recently, too. Yeah, it's not horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andre Bocelli will share his unmistakable voice with the singing Don't. of the Christmas classic. Just read it. <laughs> then Andre will be joined by his son, Matteo Bocelli, <laughs> to perform their beautiful new duet. Fall on me. Uh, from Disney's The Nutcracker and The Four Realms. I have really no interest in seeing it. Sid went and saw it this weekend. Mm -hmm. She said it was great. Great in which way? Great that it was great a Great I had a two-hour nap. <laughs> no, great and that it was a 
It was a good story. It's basically the Nutcracker Suite set to music. She said it was it was a CGI fest. Yeah. All right. I'm out. Next, uh, Jordan Fisher will perform his Christmas hit, a Christmas hit, come December. Alec Allo Blanc <laughs> performs his debut single. I got your Christmas right here. Hey, I got your Christmas right here. Is he That's from, a horrible name for a song. Is he from Brooklyn or something? Hey. Hey, hey I got your Christmas. I got right your here. Christmas. I got your Christmas right here. Hey, come here. I hey, got your Christmas. You got a problem? I got your Christmas right here. Uh, American Idol winner Maddie Pope sings, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Hey, have yourself a Merry Christmas. I got your Christmas right here. <laughs> That's horrible. Then the Disney Parks Magical Christmas Parade <gasps> airs on Tuesday. Tuesday. December 25th at 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 to 11 a.m. Central Mountain and Pacific Time on the ABC Television Network and on the ABC <laughs> app. Airtimes may vary, so make sure that you check your local listings. This Christmas, Disney Parks celebrates the joy of the season as hosts Jordan Fisher and Sarah Hyland share the magical traditions of families around the globe. Co-hosted by Jesse, Jesse Palmer. Palmer. The, I feel like I've seen these people before. Oh, they're getting used <laughs> hardcore this yeah. week. Uh, yeah, th this week is when they're doing it, too. Uh, the Christmas Day celebration will be merrier than ever before, bringing together a... Bringing together the adorned Christmas Day Parade, special musical performances, surprise celebrity guests, and a heartwarming family stories to celebrate the most possible time of the year. <laughs> Joining the festivities as parade correspondents are Freeform's Growish actor Trevor Jackson and star of Freeform's upcoming series Good Trouble, Sierra Ramirez. Great. There's a bunch of people you hardly know and a bunch of people you don't know. care about. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Um, this is this is when it becomes crazy. This is crazy time. Yeah. And they really haven't. I don't think they've laid out the 25 days of Christmas yet either. Uh, I haven't. I don't remember. Seeing I haven't it. seen it. So they got these two specials. They got a like a, a primer to the Christmas day. And I'm sure if I remember correctly last year, they had something else in there, too. Yeah. Um, something was on Disney Channel stuff or Freeform, and then something was on ABC, and then something was on uh, for the Christmas Day. So Yeah, they, they did it right, man, I'll tell you. A lot of good stuff there. Uh, I'm excited for the holidays. Mm. Uh, I get a little bogged down with some of this stuff. Mm. I don't I don't enjoy it nearly as much. I, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm finally getting to that age where it's like, well, like the Mickey Mouse thing. Yeah. Like, there, there are some performances on that show i was like that's just was too much like the girl the young lady that sang the um ariel song yeah uh, part, of, part the world, of the world just did not do it for me mm. just yeah so i'm sure that this will be fine part of your <laughs> and then and then i just want to say it's an honor <laughs> to be here. <laughs> We've got places to go, honey. Come yeah. on. Um, but uh, this it's, is this it's will only be a two fun. hour show. Yeah, this will yeah. be fun. It's always good. Um, the thing is, this is not something that I sit and watch. This is stuff that I have on in the background while we're yeah. doing all of our fun festivities. Yeah. And if I, I miss something, I just rewind it and watch oh, it. I DVR it and then watch yeah. it. 
speed through the yeah. commercial part of the show. Yeah. I, I sometimes uh, I watch the kids I don't know singing. Who are Pestin. you? Okay, I'm done. Yeah. All right. Hey, last week we had a trivia question. <gasps> do we have people? Do we have people? Uh, we didn't have a lot of people. Oh, I mean, I thought this was going to be an easy one. Right. Jim. Maybe people don't care anymore. Yeah, maybe. Uh, there was a Tomorrowland ride in operation from 1961 to 1966. It was a bumper car style ride propelled on air jets. Mm-hmm. And it was called Flying Saucers. Most recently, it's been called the... Luigi's. Yeah. <laughs> or wasn't it originally a Tomato? Now it's Tomato's yeah. Flying Tires, right? No, it's Luigi's Flying it Tires. It was Luigi's Flying I'm Tires. I'm so confused what yeah. that guy right is. And it was funny. I had high hopes for this because uh, I remember seeing uh, a video of this um, as a kid on probably the wonderful world of Disney. On a Sunday night, you know, Walt was showing us, you know, some attractions in Tomorrowland, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, that looks cool. And then go forward, there was a video of Lasseter testing, uh, like, a, a prototype they built of this. I'm like, oh, look, that looks cool. It looks just like the old <laughs> stuff. I'm like, right. that's going to be fantastic. Not uh, so much. Short-lived. It's They said that the ride was... Uh it looked cool, but it was problematic and easily breakdownable. Okay. In the old days, there was only one person per vehicle. In the new days, it was two people per vehicle, which is a lot of extra weight. So now you need more air right. and, and better, slicker surface or That's something to, you know, make them skate around. Yeah. You know, so anyway. All right. This week, uh, Corey, it's in the mail, as we'd like to say. This week we have a trivia question, and it's this, John. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. You're going to probably have to Google this, kids. Uh, what was the price of a seven adventure magic key ticket book? In what year? In 1971. What was a seven adventure magic key ticket book? So this was a second seven ticket book, ABCD. I don't think he was out yet. And this came out in 1971. If so, this is like the the A ticket attraction book and the B ticket attraction yes. book and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yep. Uh, uh, if you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, and that 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 is really the price. Are you missing a decimal here? No, I moved it decimal. Okay. Now. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I looked at that. Okay, so a little background. <laughs> I see all the answers to the trivia stuff, so whenever I give the bonehead answer, uh, it's because I know the, the real answer, so I try to be funny about it. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the answer. Uh, Tony didn't put the decimal point in the right spot. I'm looking at it like, damn. What are those, today's prices? Because, <laughs> like, you could get into the Magic Kingdom back then for, like, Three dollars like and fifty three fifty. Yeah. And like the price of this ticket book. That's why I ask is like what was in this seven hey, Three fifty again. If you wanted this book, it cost you. It cost you, buddy. God, nineteen seventy one prices? Holy crap. <laughs> I still I still believe that uh ticket books should come back. I think it would be the way of evening everything out. Uh it, back in the day when we had ticket books, we didn't have fast pass lines because it was no necessary. Yeah. Because people only used the tickets for the things they really, really, really wanted to ride. When your father handed you seven tickets and said, that's it, go enjoy the seven things today. All right. First of all, there were only seven things in the park to enjoy. Oh, that's not entirely true. All right. Maybe a couple more. Maybe there were ten. Uh, okay. 
But that was it. You were really selective about the things right. you went on. Right. I don't just know. Saying. We'll see how that works. Yeah. Hey, we just got done earlier tonight doing a live show uh, for our Patreons, and that's part of the Patreon rewards that we do for people who love and uh, want to support the show. Uh, so you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and check that out if you'd like to support what we do here. We do a lot of things throughout the year that uh, takes uh, some uh, resources, and uh, we've been very blessed to have an amazing group of people join with us to uh, to keep the show on air, keep it free, and uh, we offer a lot of different things like exclusive ad-free shows, special video content, there's a private Facebook group, as well as some amazing uh, be- uh, benefits just for our patrons. Uh, so go check that out, and you could be like the cool kids that we have already in the in the in the club: uh, Bob, Brad, Corey, Daniel F, Daniel S. David, Dustin, Ernie, James, Jennifer, Kathy, Katie A, Katie G, Michael, Mike, Mike B, Ron, Ross, Sam, Willie, Tom, Will, and other Willie. If you want to be part of that cool kid list, you can go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. All right, one of the things that we want to do is make sure that you know that you can give the gift of Walt Disney World Resort this holiday season. Uh, and this is where I think our good friends over at uh, dreamsbydesigntravel.com can help you. Uh, because this holiday season, gift givers may surprise loved ones with a present that will have them bursting with joy and smiling from ear to ear. An unforgettable Walt Disney World Resort experience. Disney's made it very easy to surprise your loved ones this holiday season with the gift of theme park tickets, annual passes, resort hotel stays, and Disney gift cards. Uh, you could go to givedisneyworldmagic.com. Um, but again, I think you want to go check out dreamsbydesigntravel.com. They might help you out better. The site also serves up a curated collection of holiday gift ideas to help you reveal surprise Disney vacation plans to loved ones. There you can find everything from fashion-forward ear headbands. I love the way they put that. And themed apparel to must-have Disney park-inspired. Whoop. Park-inspired. My yeah, toys and limited edition magic pants. My page scrolled down too far. All of which are sure to surprise and delight friends and loved ones at Christmas, Hanukkah, and other holiday celebrations. With a host of new limited-time magic debuting in 2019 across the Walt Disney World Resort, now more than ever, it's time to plan a trip to the place where dreams come true starting January 18th of 2019 and continuing through September 30th, the Walt Disney World Resort will offer a collection of shows, parties, Disney character interactions, and more that will evoke guests' passions for fun and adventure and allow them to cherish time with family and friends. Go over to visit our buddies over at dreamsbydesigntravel.com. Tell them the Disney Parks podcast sent you and uh, check that out. Sounds cool. Uh, they did that last year. I think it started last year. They I, did, yeah. I, I remember. I remember putting some stuff online about that. Yeah. I wonder. I I'd like. I think I'm going to go to their website. I want to see how that works. Go Figure get. out the mechanics about it. All right. Yeah. All right. Hey, next up. Uh, hey, Johnny, you a Wreck-It Ralph fan? 
Uh, I am a Wreck-It Ralph fan. I do enjoy the movies. Well, they're going to break the internet. They are going to break the internet, from what I understand. So, uh, Ralph and Vanellope uh, go from breaking the internet <gasps> to breaking the parks. Break the park. Uh, Disney's all-new animated adventure, Ralph Breaks the Internet, is coming to theaters on November 21st. And the Disney marketing machine is kicking it into gear. To celebrate, Ralph and his best friend, Vanellope von Schwetz, are here once again, <laughs> venturing beyond Lit Walk. Lit walk, lit walks arcade. Okay, yeah. lit walk arcade uh, for special appearances in Disney parks. Beginning November 9th, uh, Disneyland Resort guests will find Ralph and Vanellope in the Hollywood Land at Disney's California Adventure Park. They will also be heading east to Walt Disney World, where you will be <coughs> able to meet them at Epcot. I know, right? Place. I know, right? <laughs> All right. Starting when? Uh, starting November 21st. Where? In Interventions <laughs> West. <laughs> I know, right? All uh, right. Uh, and <clears throat> a new experiment will soon be underway at the Imagination Institute, creating a portal into other dimensions. This winter, that portal opens a door. I feel like a, like a third dimension in the Twilight Zone. This portal opens a window on the internet for Ralph and Vanellope to step through for regular encounters with Epcot guests in the Imagineworks area of the Imagination Pavilion. So, who's ready to see Ralph and Vanellope in Disney Parks and check out their new movie, Ralph Breaks the Internet? I am, I am. Yeah. I think that this is uh, it's kind of interesting once they get everything set up over at the Imageworks. Mm. You know, this new the portal will open up for Wreck-It Ralph. Right. You know, the next animated thing, we'll have another portal that they can go through and mm. check that out. And then I think it'll be good tie-ins for the movies. Is this a primer to remove the little purple guy? I, you know, that's, I've heard. Is this test one, two, three, test one, two, three? Maybe, maybe, but I think that would be a mistake. I, I mean, okay. he's your icon for Food and Wine Festival. Doesn't have to be. I understand that, but... We're not married to him. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, if you love Disney and you like to help nonprofit organizations, boy, do we have a good story here. Mm -hmm. Disney is going to be donating to Make-A-Wish Foundation when you hashtag share your ears. Uh, the Walt Disney Company is using Mickey's birthday as the opportunity to launch a social media donation campaign that will not only promote their famous entertainer, but will also help out some kids in need. Between November 4th and November 17th of this year, Disney will donate $5 to Make-A-Wish for each public photo posted on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram that shows off a set of Mickey Mouse ears or any other creative ears. Uh-huh. The company will donate up to a maximum of $2 million. This campaign is part of their Team of Heroes initiative. Make-A-Wish uses volunteers and donations to grant the wishes of children diagnosed with critical illnesses. They say a wish is granted somewhere in the United States every 34 minutes. Quite a few of these wishes involve Disney, and the company has up grant 130000 since 1980. Wondering exactly what qualifies his ears? That's great. 
campaign says, quote, so get ready and get creative. Don't have ears? Create your own out of just about anything. Make them simple. Make them fancy, artistic, and wacky. Then put them on and join your favorite heroes, celebrities, and athletes in helping make wishes come true. So look at it this way. When you're going through Walt Disney World and you think it looks like a Mickey, hid Mickey, then it's a hid Mickey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So here's what you need to do to take part. Take a photo. Hang on. Take a photo, just like I'm doing now. Or a video. No, I'm going to take a photo of Tony. Photo. And uh, showing off your mouse ears. Upload your Mickey ears photo using the, sh- using the hashtag. Share your ears on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also share on all three at the same time. Mm-hmm. And make sure you use hashtag share ears, and your post unlocks a United States $5 donation from Disney to help make wishes come true. So there you go. So I'm posting that picture that I just took right now All right. on the Disney Parks podcast. Don't forget to share your ears. Share your ears, kids. All right. Hey, some new details are now out about the Toy Story Land Holiday Overlay. So as part of Walt Disney World's Holiday Transformation, the brand new land in Disney's Hollywood Studios will be getting a winter makeover. While Christmas Overlay was announced in July for Aliens, Swinging Saucers, and then later in the month for all of Toy Story Land, details of the decor have now been made public. Ooh. Uh, first up is Woody's lunchbox will be decorated with an oversized cranberry and popcorn garland and a 10 foot tall ham sugar cookie. Nice. Yes. The entrance to alien swirling saucers will feature a green alien ornament. The land will have a 60 inch angel kitty in. <laughs> paper plate and macaroni wreath at the holiday card <laughs> selfie of Toy Story characters. Uh, it's a 60 inch or 60 foot? It looks like inches. 60 inch? Yeah. That's it? Yeah. At 60 feet would be pretty tall. <laughs> it's bigger than the house. Yeah. Uh, Slinky Dog Dash will play the sounds of sleigh bells ringing and early alien swirling sorcerers will add two new holiday songs to their repertoire. Also, Liddy, uh, Liddy's, Woody's, <laughs> Woody's lunchbox. You're not tired. Yeah, Woody's lunchbox will also have a new holiday treat, the Cran Apple Cinnamon Tart. Nice. So there you go. It should be interesting. And the characters have uh, Christmas stuff on. <laughs> yeah. Like Buzz has got a, a hat. Santa hat. Santa hat, and the, the other two got Christmas stuff on their vests. Nice. So, yeah. I got a... Sleigh bell in my shoe, boot, whatever. I got a sleigh in my boot. Okay, first of all, it started with, like, Vans, the Mm. shoe company. Mm. And then we had, like, uh, other... Other products, and then mm-hmm. and then we had like we mentioned the uh, Ziploc was the last Ziploc, and then we also had the uh, OtterBox was doing the whole thing mm-hmm. for the Google Home, mm-hmm. and this could break the bank here, kids. Yeah, Whirlpool has announced a collaboration with the Walt Disney Company. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! 
Uh, Whirlpool brand is set to become the official kitchen and laundry appliance of the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort. Whirlpool's innovative, say that ten times fast, Whirlpool's innovative service series of products such as refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, cooktops, microwave ovens, clothes washers, and dryers will have a presence in select Disney Vacation Club villas at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort. One bedroom or larger accommodations at Disney Vacation Club Properties include full kitchens as well as clothes and washer and dryers that help members feel at home while they experience a Disney vacation. Whirlpool appliances will also be used to equip the culinary stages for the various cooking demonstrations at Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival at Walt Disney World, Ooh. Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival at the Disneyland. Quote, as of the world's most as one of the world's most beloved brand, Disney offers the perfect platform for our leading brands to better connect with consumers across the country, said Rob Sunday, senior director of brands for Whirlpool Corporation, North American region. He goes on to say, we look forward to bringing our purposeful innovations to these iconic Disney destinations. I was hoping that they were going to release a brand of, you know, washers and dryers with Mickey heads on mm. it. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Hey, you've been to a food and wine cooking demo, right? I have. I've been I've been in and around that the whole time. Yeah. I wasn't paying so in attention. The, yeah, in the festival center, uh, everybody, all the chefs, always struggle with the induction stove that they have. You have to put the pot in a certain place. It's got to be of a certain material to make the induction. Uh, so... I don't know, sometimes maybe they bring their own pots or pans or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be of a certain material. And then you have to, like, hit a button, and then you have to move your finger to kind of, you know, get it up to high. Right. You know, or you know, get it up to medium or whatever. And nobody knows how to do this thing. And it's always fun to see them. <laughs> the first time with the stove, they're like, what? Is this the <laughs> Whirlpool stuff? No, this is the, the what old. they currently have, yeah. Oh, so. Yeah. When they get a new one, I'm hoping that it'll just be a regular electric flat top. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On. <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Um, interesting. Yeah. The fridge will probably get swapped out there, too. Yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that they're doing it in the DVCs, too. Yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they're going to do with all the old stuff. Cast connection. Hmm. Looking for a new washer and dryer? Looking for a new clothes washer and dryer. Yeah. you got to remember that most of those are stackables. Whatever. Okay. Well, it's whatever. All right. All right. Uh, hey, next up, this is a good one and an interesting one. Yeah, very much so. I'm kind of uh, uh, intrigued. Are you now? Yes, I am. Uh, the Liberty Tree Tavern is one of I, – I really enjoy going there. Uh, at the Magic Kingdom is now offering – you ready? Weekly specials. Get out. How are they doing weekly specials? Aren't they yeah. like a buffet? They're like no, a served they buffet? stop that. Did they really? Yeah. It's all plated stuff. Sons of guns. Sons of liberty. <laughs> Sons of bells. <laughs> so what we believe is a first for a sit-down, a sit-down restaurant at Walt Disney World. The Liberty Tree Tavern at the Magic Kingdom is now offering Weekly specials. Oh, my God. While it's not on the menu yet, eventually it will be, according to some cast members, the long-running park establishment will be offering up a new special dish each week. At least it's not a daily special. Right. So it is weekly. So they're they're buying a lot of something and getting rid of it. That's what they say. Uh, So far, they've offered a burger topped with lobster. 
Yeah, come on. And this week's special is a turkey pot pie. Turkey pot, turkey pot, turkey pot pie. So the Liberty uh, Tree Tavern turkey pot pie is a mere $19. <laughs> Paltry sum. Yeah. It better be the size of a pumpkin. It better, yeah. It better <laughs> be the turkey's turkey. Yeah. It better be the turkey. <laughs> so that's, well, that's, that's pretty it, good. It's going to be interesting. I, I don't know if they're going to do this during Thanksgiving week, obviously, because they serve a lot of turkey during Thanksgiving week. That's pretty much a prime spot to go yeah, for kinda. turkey. Yeah, kind of. You know, but uh, I'd be interested. I may have to swing by there. Yeah. Get me some this week's special. <laughs> I wonder I'll, if they'll post it on the website, like on the menu page. God, I hope so. What's the special of the day, Bob? Yeah. Well, the special of the day is turkey pot pie. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to add? I got nothing. All right, my friends, we thank you so much for listening to uh, The Shoe. Uh, for those of you listening in the chat room, we have another show we're going to record. For those of you who are just listening to the regular World Podcast, make sure that you join us on Monday nights at 8 p.m. You can see us watch. You can watch us record both shows. It's a long day, kids. Uh, you can also be a part of the amazing chat room. Uh, you can hang out and chat with us and as well as all of our other Disney friends. Make sure that you find us at Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, YouTube.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, Instagram.com at, you got it, Disney Parks Podcast, and Twitter, Disney Podcaster. Uh, and finally, come find us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can see all of our show archives and our blog posts. And finally, if we don't see you online, we will see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat of the blue Fate steps in and sees you through